is Andy Wakefield, and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before. Welcome to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. Andy Wakefield, what is going on? Well, I'm in the cabin of my sailboat, and um, one thing it lacks is air conditioning, which is, is a, you know, when you're down on the Florida Keys in a heat wave, that's so the fans are blowing at the moment, so I'm sorry about that, but I'm afraid if we're going to make it through to the end of this show, then they're going to have to keep blowing. But other than that, um, she's a beautiful boat. Um, it's an extraordinary adventure, and uh, we're just um, effecting some repairs, and then we are off to Galveston. It- we're headed to Texas to get into making the new movies. Galveston will be a stop along the way. You, I believe, are going to, at some point or another, pivot around to the Tampa St. P area. So Tampa is en route. En route. Uh, we've got a, a couple of events there, haven't we? We can talk to people about those. And then on from there to the Florida Panhandle, New Orleans, and on to Texas. So great. Hopefully you're keeping a log and you'll give us a little video vlog, I guess the kids call them these days, uh, along the way so that we'll get to have your adventure chronicled. It sounds like quite a trip, but we will look forward to seeing some of the health freedom fighter folks in Tampa at the end of this month. And then I will have the pleasure of seeing some of the moms in Orlando next Sunday for a tea, which I'm looking forward to. Andy, you must be a fan of high tea. I was. I've kind of forgotten what high tea is now, except when I when perhaps I we got this backwards, and you should be going <laughs> to this event. Let's <laughs> just say, Laurie, I'm going to take a cameraman on the on the trip, so we're going to record this voyage. So we will have edited videos available to our membership. On yes. Epic voyage or something of a. Not quite the odyssey, but um, nonetheless, it feels like it. It will be the perfect way to launch Health Freedom Hub, which I know we're throwing a lot of these guys right now, but there's just so much good stuff happening. I want to share this with our audience because we want them to get involved, but we also want them to have hope because it seems challenging sometimes to have hope. People jokingly call it hopium, right? People are pushing hopium these days on social media, but... But it is hopeful when you look at the good stuff and Health Freedom Hub is part of the really good stuff because this is going to give us a place to continue to have this conversation without censorship. So chronicling your journey across the great Gulf of Mexico will be a great place to uh, launch uh, our our platform, which will be right around June when we'll be in Tampa next also with Clay Clark and his crew. So much stuff, Andy. There's good stuff happening. And it's important because, oh my goodness, if you're looking at headlines, it can be really sad and really disparaging. Is it not? What we're seeing with this COVID vaccine and all the craziness that's happening across our country. You want to talk about that a little bit? Well, very briefly. I mean, I don't want to drag people down to the misery of this, but it it is worth reflecting on the fact that the vaccine adverse events reporting system, which we know captures less than 1% of the true adverse reactions, has recorded over five, five and a half thousand deaths following these vaccines, the COVID vaccine. Now, just to 
to people that you know they're saying oh there's no link no link no link but on the other side the flip side of this coin is they looked at um, mortality from the disease in various subgroups and considered death from covid to be death within 28 days of diagnosis of the infection so there was no equivocation there no ambiguity it was 28 days is a death due to COVID. That's what we are taking in this scientific paper, which has passed peer review as a death. But when it comes to death from the vaccine, the rules are completely different. So let's just accept for the moment that using those same standards, those same criteria, those deaths were from the vaccine. Then if there were perhaps no more than 50 deaths from a new drug in a adverse events surveillance system, then that drug would uh, be pulled. And yet here we have over five and a half thousand deaths. So we are in an extraordinary situation where this vaccine has become too big to fail. It can't be bad. It can't be wrong. And yet it is. And so people are people are living in a, a nightmare scenario. And, and um, quite when they will wake up is is anyone's guess. And we hope they wake up before they get the COVID vaccine. Hang on. We're launching Health Freedom Hub in 35 days, dare I say. I think we're close. That we will be launching before Tampa. And that has been the biggest challenge in helping to educate all of the folks that are the most concerned right now about their loved ones yeah. are people that know the truth. Absolutely. Um, on that. And they don't. They don't know how to get the information to the people they love. And that's how where we come in. That's where we can help. One of the exactly. things that really cheered me up, and it must have cheered you up enormously, was uh, the um, Tulsa event organized by Clay Clark. Mm -hmm. That was an extraordinary thing, wasn't it? We went there and what, Eight. four and a half thousand people in a packed a church, a huge church there. and. Um, this is a, it was a, an entirely new group of people to us, bar, bar a, a, a handful of parents who had vaccine-injured children who knew of my story, knew of what health freedom was. Yeah. But mostly brand new to the, even the idea of health freedom. Yeah, woken up by the reality of vaccine mandates for COVID. Suddenly, adults were put in the firing line, and it was perfectly fine when it was children who were getting forced vaccinated, but suddenly it was adults and that was unacceptable and it really woke them up in great numbers. And it was an extraordinary event for many reasons, not least of which was the enthusiasm and the power, the energy that the people brought. I remember, I mean, we did, it must have been 10 or more interviews in a very short space of time with people running their own platforms, their own podcasts, their own TV shows. You can tell people the, the statistics on it, but I think it was put together in, what, 30 days? Yeah. Up. Wasn't that amazing, Andy? It, it was so inspirational, and you're absolutely right. This is, this is one of the ways that we know we are moving the needle. It may not feel like it, but imagine what it was like on the Titanic. From the time they knew there was an iceberg until they were actually able to turn the ship around, it must have seemed like an eternity. And that's where we are. It feels like nothing's happening. 
But what's happening is extraordinary because you are finding that people are finding ways to innovate, to stretch, and to structure communications so that we are able to know the truth. Our dear friend, Mike Adams, who is the health ranger and runs Brighteon, his new platform, he said that he had over 500,000 people streaming that weekend when all was said and done, and the numbers are still coming in. So we want to invite you all to go to thrivetimeshow.com. You can always go and check at 1986theact.com and subscribe at the bottom of our site, and we'll keep you posted of everything that's going on. But Clay does, I think, I think he sold out, Andy. I think he sold out over 11,000 tickets for Tampa, which is our next stop in June for the Health and Freedom Tour. And that was in four days. That's almost three times the number that were present in Tulsa. And it was, that was extraordinary. I didn't realize that there were building churches that big. Is it in a church again? It is. It's, it's in a church. It's the river, which is... Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's church. He was one of the brave pastors in America who are sprinkled throughout, who stood up during the lockdown and did not close their church, or in his case, actually was arrested for staying open. So these are the churches and the pastors that are really becoming the heroes in the theological world because they are standing up to the mandates, just like the parents who are now storming school boards. And demanding in Vail, Arizona last week. That was amazing. The parents went in and stormed the school board. And when the school board members refused, the school board council refused to turn back the mask mandate, the parents voted to fire them all, replace them, voted in a new school board who then ended the mask mandates for the children for public schools in that district. You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. To continue the conversation, go to 1986theact.com slash membership, where for $5 a month, you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield Podcast in its entirety and much more. Thank you.